Hi, I'm Corey. And I'm Roxy. And we are Drake KC. Back at it again with another episode. So today we're going to be talking about Restless Spirits Distillery. Restless Spirits is in uh, North Kansas City and uh, Corey was actually the first one that went there. I had just started on days at the time at my job and my boss asked me if we wanted to go get a drink, me and some other guys at work. And I'm like, yes, this is an excellent time to brown nose. The first drink was just a, a whiskey straight of their Sons of Aaron and it, I fell in love instantly. And the maintenance guy who went with us was like, you have to try the Irish cream. It's like drinking a dessert. And it was fantastic. I've been in love with the place ever since and taken everyone I could with me to it. It's such a cool little place because it's pretty unassuming from the outside. But then you walk in and it's this like kind of big room that's just full of Irish stuff. Yeah, they've made a mallet out of an old whiskey keg. Which is fantastic, and I can't lift it as much as I try. It's like Excalibur. Like, if you lift it, you become King of the Irish or something like that. No, I think if you lift it, you just become drunk. (laughs) You can only lift it if you have the strength of a drunk person. There you go. (laughs) Yes. So, you might think that someone starting a distillery is the coolest thing that someone has done. But this family has a pretty interesting history. They came to America from Ireland during the Great Irish Famine. They moved to Kansas City to work on the Intercontinental Railroad. They then got involved with local politics and became known as the Rabbits. In the 60s, a Shannon developed oxygen tanks that were then used on several Apollo missions. And then the most recent group of the Shannon clan decided to open a distillery. Michael and Benet Shannon were thinking about retirement and decided that they didn't want to retire because they still had restless spirits. Benet Shannon, who was a chemistry teacher for a local high school, who decided she wanted to get into Breaking Bad, except it's Breaking Awesome. <laughs> and then Michael Shannon uh, worked in marketing. So it was really perfect because Benet could do all of the chemistry to make these awesome drinks, and then Michael could tell everybody about it. And now they have one of the most successful distilleries in Kansas City. They have one the the new york international spirits competition for best missouri distillery five years running which is really impressive considering they've been open for five years it's especially impressive yes one thing about this family i love that you know they don't come from a family of distillers but they still really wanted to honor their irish heritage even though they were, did all kinds of things. They worked on railroads. Somebody in their ancestry founded a moving company and, you know, they work on the spacecraft. It's like they're not doing the same things, but they're living out their legacy. They sound like is... a legacy of restless people. Yes. Let's talk about some of the liquors they make. They make several liquors. We're going to talk about uh, three of them, kind of give you a little taste of what they have to offer. First, we're going to talk about the gin. I love their builder shin. There are two gins in the entire world that I like, and this is one of them. And it's perfect because Benet is quoted as saying she didn't like gin, so she wanted to make a gin for non-gin drinkers, and she accomplished that perfectly. I'm a bit spoiled. I've only had two gins, and they're the two gins that you say would make you a, dr- a gin drinker. This is my favorite of the two. It's super good. Builder's Gin has won double gold in the 2020 New York International Spirits Competition. It was the only American-made gin to do so. What makes gin gin, basically, is the botanicals. 
and most of the time it always includes juniper as a general rule but the flavor of gin is differentiated by what all the other stuff you're putting in there is it's like tea basically you can have like lots of different mixes so what makes this gin so great and different is it doesn't have that overpowering juniper christmas tree flavor it almost hits you over the head with this lavender. It's got some rose in there too, but it's like lavender right in your face. It's like a bouquet. It's, yes. And then when you taste it, there's all these different flavors going on that are not just pine tree. Right. There's also a lot of, uh, I got like a lot of lemon. Yeah, it's like citrusy, floral. And it's funny you mentioned it's like tea because we actually took the tour as well. And they're still that they make the gin. They actually have like a tea bag esque apparatus for the rose and the lavender and the more like fragile flavors that are in there. And then the more robust ones like juniper, they can just dump straight in. So whatever they're doing, they're doing it right because it's really good. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite things about Builder's Gin, in addition to it being one of the only gins that I actually like, is they are the official gin of the Boston Red Sox. Being from New England, it's cool to have that connection between Kansas City and Boston. Yeah. Moving on to number two, Sons of Aaron Irish Whiskey. Oh, the Sons of Aaron. I have some stories for this one. <laughs> so that was the first drink I ever had from there, and it was Love at First Sip. It's a four-year Irish whiskey. It starts at the Great Northern Distillery of Dundalk, Ireland. And then it is shipped and finished over here in used bourbon barrels, which give it this magic combination of bourbon and Irish whiskey. So Irish whiskeys have that shortbread sweetness and then the bourbon sweetness, and they just mix together so well in this drink. You get a lot of vanilla. It's not like a bourbon where I feel like the sweetness can almost be like syrupy. It's got a clean finish, and it's got some honey flavor to it as well, and it's super good. My dad and I really, really like this whiskey. To be fair, um, my family is also very proud of our Irish heritage, so when it says Irish on the bottle, I mean, you know, it's game over. Poor Corey has uh, not really gotten to drink it in a while. <laughs> I bought three bottles and had a total of three drinks out of those three bottles, and I'm just really glad everyone likes it. <laughs> So, the last drink we're going to talk about is the Gullytown Single Malt Whiskey. It's the first Kansas City single malt whiskey. It's got a really strong cherry to it. It's got the malt, which is a sweetness, but the sweetness is totally different. It's almost like a dark sweetness. It's a burnt sugar is how they describe it. And that's... Yeah. It's like a smoky butterscotch. It's interesting to compare this to the Sons of Aaron because they're both whiskeys that are you know offered by the same place but they're totally different neither of them is like a cloyingly sweet thing but the sons of Aaron is more vanilla light and this is just kind of a darker flavor yeah it's got that smokiness the cherries really change it up so you can have two whiskeys that even are sweet and still be totally different and they're both great and you should check out both yes so the rest of them that we're not going to go into super detail, Duffy's Run Vodka. Which is one of the only vodkas I've ever actually enjoyed straight, so definitely check it out. They have the Stonebreaker Whiskey, which is an Irish-American blend. So it's the base of their Sons of Aaron blended with their Gullytown, I believe. 
And then they also have a really interesting one called Pachin. Pachin. You have no idea how much of a struggle it has been trying to figure out how to pronounce this. It is spelled P-O-I-T-I-N. And the first time I asked them, I was like, hey, can you tell me about that pointin? <laughs> so it is completely unaged whiskey. It's like what you would put into a barrel at the very start. So it's totally clear. You're like, how is this a whiskey? But it hasn't been in a barrel to like get the coloring from the inside of the burnt barrel. Right. It's difficult to describe its flavor. It'll put it hair is... on your chest. That's the flavor. <laughs> it's vodka with balls. So it's really Irish moonshine is, is what it is. Yes. So you should definitely check that out too. Yeah. So if you want to check them out, which you do, you do want to. You do. They are just off a of nine highway, just north of the river in North Kansas City. They're closed Sundays and Mondays. So if you're listening to this on Monday, you'll have to wait till tomorrow to go. And they do tours, which we highly recommend. In the tour, you get to see the stills, which have names. And I don't want to give it all away because you definitely need to go take the tour. And at the end of it, you get to do a tasting of five of their liquors. So head on up to North Kansas City. You can't miss them by the paddy wagon sitting out front, which is a World War II era mail truck that they have sitting out front that has an emergency gin reserve, a whiskey snug, and a fully functioning train horn. Hopefully we'll see you soon at Restless Spirits. We'll probably be back again there before too long. So from your local amateur alcohol aficionados. I'm Corey. I'm Roxy. And no matter what you're drinking, drink KC. We'll see you next time.